Going full-time with your creative business is such a big deal. It's idolized world-round as the key to freedom, time freedom, financial freedom, the freedom to say no, the freedom to say yes, to be in control of your own destiny. I've been a full-time business owner since the end of 2020, and I'll be the first to tell you that it is incredible. If you can walk into your business with the right mindset and game plan, you'll be miles ahead of the curve. In this episode, I'll give you four essential tools to help you level up your business to full-time. This is Pivots, podcast coaching that helps you navigate the shifts and changes in your business seasons. Hi, I'm Lily Notes, and I'm so glad you're here. If you've ever struggled as an entrepreneur, you've come to the right spot. Through years of working on my own company, navigating shifts, creating new launches, and doing so much of it alone, I've learned the importance of having a business bestie in your back pocket. Inside of the Pink Pants Club, you'll discover important truths of business, leave each episode feeling equipped to better tackle your next project, and find community and support with other like-minded business babes who are ready to up-level their confidence. Are you ready to stop spinning your wheels and create a biz and personal brand that will stand out? Let's get into it, babes. Okay, remember that dumpster fire called the first six months that we talked about in the last episode of Pivots? It's not that I want to kick things off on the wrong foot, but I really want to put down some realistic points first. I am all for going full throttle inside of your business, and I truly believe that anyone and everyone can do it. But if I didn't warn you, I'd think you'd be let down at some point. I'm a give it to me straight kind of gal, and I'm going to tell you a few things that I wish someone would have told me. Those first six months after going full-time, you're going to be going through a huge change. Mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. This shift touches every part of your life, and no one told me that. I can remember feeling really thrown by the change in pace. When you go from 80 plus hours a week to suddenly being home five days a week, it's weird. Your brain has been hardwired to run off of adrenaline and anxiety for years. All of a sudden, it's existing in peace with drastically lower levels of pressure. For me, this actually turned into a bit of a stress detox. I had to relearn what it felt like to work a normal amount of hours, how to operate without the constant looming deadlines pushing me to finish a project, and learn what my identity was outside of being at work. I struggled to feel worthy of all of this time off. I had been basing my identity on my productivity for so long that sitting down at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday afternoon to watch the Great British Bake Off felt illegal. Alongside of the physical detox, my emotions went through a shift as well. I went from feeling completely drained at my 9 to 5 to having so much energy to research and tackle new things. Running a business is a bit addicting if you let it be. You get to wake up every morning with the anticipation that today could be the day that changes everything. You could book five clients today. You could get a stellar review. You could create that one reel that goes viral. That idea that the next day could be even better than today fueled my fire and was such a huge upgrade to feeling like I had no purpose in a different company. And that was just the first month. Do you remember how I said the first six months of any pivot was going to be a bit of a dumpster fire? Yeah, that totally caught up to me after the first few months of being full-time. There's almost always a lull after a pivot. Sometimes it's immediate and sometimes it comes out of nowhere. There are a few things that I did to combat this lull during those first six months of full-time that actually went on to define my entire business career. 
Let's get into the four essentials you're going to need to take your business full time. Two of these things are very practical to consider, and three of these are mindset shifts I found extremely valuable through my years of entrepreneurship. A couple hard pills to swallow are the small business statistics I'm about to read to you. 18% of businesses fail within their first year, 50% after five years, and 65% by year 10. If you want to beat these odds, you're going to have to get savvy. Here's some ways I stay ahead of the curve and keep my business going. Number one, if you are ever going to make money, you've got to spend money. The first thing I did when I went full-time was buy an Instagram course. I had never really used Instagram as a professional before this point and had been relying on Facebook groups as the main part of my marketing. I'd been spending hours on the Facebook's search bar, looking for couples that had publicly posted they were looking for a wedding photographer and commenting on those posts. You'd actually be surprised how many leads I got that way, but it was so inefficient and I knew there was a better way to do this. So I deep dove into Instagram, how to set it up, how to write a good bio. I jumped into every new feature released, stories, reels, bonuses, everything. I hit Instagram at a time where everything was changing and I got to capitalize on it. I was one of the first to jump into reels and became known as the reels queen in my circle for a little while. If you have the opportunity to learn a new platform from an expert, do it. Spend the money on the course or the coach. I cannot tell you how many times I have wanted to go back into the past and smack myself for not booking even more courses and coaching packages. I know I'd be much further along than I am now if I had done that. To make money, you're going to need to spend it. Wisely, of course. I am not advocating for you to be a bad steward of the finances and resources that you have and go for broke over a course or a coach. But strategic investments into areas you know you lack will never go to waste. I've seen my investments come back to me tenfold every time. So don't be scared to invest, sis. Going full-time in your business is a big move and it will help to have support in your corner. That investment into an Instagram course has defined my entire career now. You probably found out about this podcast through my Instagram, and had I not invested in that course three years ago, you wouldn't have ever found me. Point number two, find your zone of genius. Your zone of genius is the stuff you're really good at. I know my strengths. Outside of my photography skills, I'm a people person, have excellent communication skills, natural leadership tendencies, attention to detail, and a way with words that allows me to write and speak well. There's all sorts of things I could do in my business, like the bookkeeping, hello college accounting classes, blogging, emails, newsletters, editing my photos, but none of that is really my zone of genius. Just because you have the ability to do it doesn't mean that you should. Outsourcing came into the picture for me in year three of being full-time, and it's been a miraculous shift. When I narrowed in on my zone of genius, which was being the creative brain behind my business and investing into my clients, life got so much easier. Being in that zone to help me find what solutions I can offer to my clients without being bogged down by all of the smaller things that I have to do. When you first go full-time, you will have to get through that monotony of daily emails, daily receipts, daily posting, all of the daily rhythms that you have to establish. This rhythm of finding what your daily workflow is is truly so important. You cannot teach someone how to do what you do until you know how to do it yourself. There is gold in that daily grind. It is where systems are produced 
Branding is refined. Sales pitches are smoothed into repeatable processes. Those repeatable events are what you want because once they can be repeated, anyone can do that task and you're free to move on to the next thing. This daily workflow of responding to emails, posting on Instagram, commenting, liking, sharing, DMing, it's all the foundations of an empire. You know the saying, Rome wasn't built in a day? (laughs) Neither will your business. Accepting the work you're putting in now may be a lot, it may be overwhelming, but it is producing a stable ground floor for you to build off of. Once that ground floor is built, you'll be really able to focus in on the tasks that you're super passionate about instead of these daily motions. That's your zone of genius. Point number three, be sold out for your business. This sounds a little bit like a dumb moment, but you'd be surprised. I've worked with so many business owners that hit the ground running in January and by July, they're almost totally done. Personal life gets in the way, bookings don't go up like you wanted, and you can spiral fast. Life throws things at you and you'll never be able to get away with that. I have been tempted so many times to give up, throw in the towel, and go back to working a 9 to 5 again. But there's a flame inside of me that I refuse to blow out. It goes back to that feeling of knowing that I put in that daily grind, that I am making the sacrifices now for my future. Discipline is your best friend. Motivation is fickle. It comes and goes with the wind. If you have motivation, capitalize on it, but don't trust it. Discipline will be the thing that carries you through the hardest days, the ones where nothing go right and you really don't think that this is worth it. It gets you through three or five or eight months with zero bookings. It teaches you how to show up for yourself even when you don't want to. I was taught to never even say the word divorce once I got married. I feel it's much the same for a small business. This is your partner and you cannot just let it drop when life gets tough. Owning your own business is not a magic money button for an hour or two of work. Be sold out for your business. Put in the time, the effort, and that daily grind. Point number four. Business is important because people are important. What is your goal with your business? Is it to make buku amounts of money so you can travel the world and never have to worry about your finances again? Is it to provide for your family so you can stay home with your kids and lessen the load on your husband? Is it to make a name for yourself? None of those answers are wrong, but I would challenge you to put it in this perspective. The only way you'll get any of those results is to make a difference in someone else's life. Without other humans buying your products and services, you wouldn't have a business. Prioritize the humans you're serving. Be good to them. Treat them like you would want to be treated. That doesn't mean get walked over and taken advantage of, but it means be kind, be clear with what you offer, and take ownership of any mistakes you make. Your people are the reason this is even possible, so take care of them. Remember, it's easier to sell to someone you've already sold to versus land a new client. If you give great customer service, you'll be in a fantastic position to keep selling to those same clients. It's not rocket science. Just use the golden rule and you're going to crush it, sis. Going full-time with your business is one of the coolest adventures you can embark on. I truly believe all businesses have the ability to make a full-time income, and I really hope these tips help you get to your goals. If you would like to go full-time with your business but feel stuck and scared, DM me on Instagram. I've been in your shoes, and I'm here to help in any way I can. Until next time, I'm Lily Notes, and this is the Pink Pants Club.